When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Yes, it's James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 503 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you're joining us live here today at Webmaster Radio, it's great to have you with us. If you happen to be joining us through a podcast on our website, a podcast directory such as iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Spreaker, or maybe you're on our brand new YouTube channel, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry. I'm here and joined by Rick Hosmer, Chief Marketing Officer, and Cody Hansen, Digital Marketing Strategist with ClintHosmer.com. And today we're going to be talking about being pixel perfect and why the look of your affiliate brand affects its believability and trust. Now, before Rick and Cody joins us, if you haven't done so already, I would like to invite you to join the thousands of other listeners by subscribing to the Affiliate Buzz to receive weekly insight from some of the world's top marketers, influencers, and thought leaders to learn how to custom tailor your own dream lifestyle business. I invite you to take a moment right now to subscribe by visiting James Martell dot com forward slash subscribe or if you happen to be on any of the one of the sites i mentioned above just click on that big subscribe button now rick is responsible for client branding and the client branding strategies and marketing tactics he designer he is a designer and a writer with over 30 years of industry experience who helps clients attract new customers alleviate sales challenges and get ahead of their competition in 2017, Rick was recognized by the Spokane Advertising Federation as Advertising Professional of the Year for his contribution to the industry and community. Now, Cody, he has spent a few years actively managing affiliate programs for a number of well-known e-commerce companies and is both AdWords certified and analytics certified. Cody sees digital marketing as a critical component to any organizational to any organization's marketing efforts and ensures that client brands, services, and products are promoted in the right channels using methods that enable analysis and adjustment of campaigns in real time. Rick and Cody, welcome to the Affiliate Buzz. Hey, thanks for having us on, James. Thanks for having us, James. Now, I'm looking forward to this. I know we had a chance to have a little chat yesterday before we, uh, before we get on the call today, and we talked about this whole area of branding and maybe I could toss out a question to to Rick right off the back right off the bat here to kind of lay the groundwork a little bit what what is your definition of branding all right well branding is it's broad in its scope but for the topic of today we're really focusing on what that business looks like online of uh, in print through digital marketing or wherever they're they're uh, promoting or representing themselves. So it really is, for the topic of this discussion today, it's about how they look and how they come across uh, in the communication they have, the con their content and their image. Now, 
one of the things we talked about yesterday is why it matters to why it really matters Rick, how your business looks online and we all know we spend a great deal of time as affiliates and publishers and if you flip over to the OPM side the outsource program managers who are who are dealing with affiliates such as ourselves how much time we spend looking to attract visitors to our website the right visitor the ideal mm-hmm. client as we call them and all of a sudden they land on our website and it sounds like a simple thing but there's so much that goes into even just getting the first one there what how how much time does do we have to capture their attention or what happens with the visitor <laughs> on the site yeah so you're doing all this work to get people to to show up to your site but here's the thing when they do They've only got about three seconds, or I should say this, you've only got about three seconds to make a positive impression on them because you are going to make an impression on them in those first three seconds, and it could be positive or it could be negative. You want to make sure that you make the right impression. And the way the human brain works, we see things so much faster uh, and interpret things so much faster through vision than we ever could through something that we read or something that we hear. So we need to make sure that those critical first three seconds where that, that brand impression is delivered is the right impression. So that three seconds, we're talking one, two, three, and if we don't capture them, we all know where the back button is. It's so quick, boom, gone, boom, gone. Now, yeah. if we do capture their attention, let's let's talk about, if you would, maybe we'll stick with you for just a minute or two here, and then we'll, we'll get over to Cody. Okay. Uh, what are the benefits? What are the real benefits of getting your branding right? Okay, well, authenticity, trust, believability is absolutely key in developing positive relationships with your customers, with the people that are coming to your website. When you present yourself in a manner that doesn't seem consistent with the content that you deliver or the value that you deliver to that customer, it creates a disconnect in their mind. And that customer has got to get over that gap or over that disconnect to trust you. And like you said, James, the back button is only, you know, a finger click away and they don't need to go through that effort to try to jump that gap themselves. So that impression that they get that builds authentic relationships, authentic trust is just absolutely critical. Let me toss this over to Cody. Uh, now, as affiliates, and you work on you you have been an affiliate, you probably possibly still are, and you've worked on the merchant side, which is what I believe you're doing now, and you have a tendency to reject affiliate applications, I would presume, because I know a number of affiliate managers, quite a large number, have had a chance to interview many of them on the buzz over the years. And I know things have changed in the affiliate marketing space because the early days, the... um, it was pretty easy to get accepted by just about anybody. A lot of people had their affiliate programs on auto approve and those days are gone. So keeping with the same, the same idea of having only a few seconds to capture the attention of that visitor in the case of an affiliate, one of the visitors is the affiliate manager that we're applying to in the uh, dashboard of a particular affiliate program. And sometimes we get rejected. And it could be we didn't fill out the application right. correctly, but other times, and maybe you could speak to this, it's, it's again that same idea. Philly manager goes out to check out our website, and what happens? Yeah, so a lot of the times it's just whether or not we feel they're a good fit or not. Um, and like Rick said, it's really the initial gut feeling that I get. Um, so when I used to go through Philly applications, I used to browse the site, see if they were a good fit, see what kind of offers they had on their site. But it's really easy to tell a legitimate site from an illegitimate site. Um, and what I mean by that are affiliates that are going to produce for the, the brand and affiliates that really aren't going to do anything for the brand. Um, and so that kind of goes hand in hand with, with the brand. It's uh, people that spend time to develop the brand and actually have a good game plan moving forward are going to be the affiliates that we want in our program. So with that in mind now, so give us some ideas on what you are actually looking for. 
I think it's probably obvious sometimes why we get rejected after we get that rejection letter or the email that comes in. Sometimes an affiliate manager right. will tell us why. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes we're in the dark. Uh, but what what exactly are you looking for when you as it pertains to the website and Sometimes you can get a look at their overall marketing plan. Sometimes they'll explain it to you in the application. Sometimes they don't. That's a mistake. Uh, but right. what are, what are you looking for specifically with the, with regards to their online presence? Really, uh, really depends. So one of the things, well, one of the tools that we used to use was uh, SimilarWeb, just to see the amount of traffic that come to the site. Um, that that kind of gives us an initial indication on um, whether it's a legit site or not. And you know, again, there's going to be sites that show little to no traffic, and granted, they could be a new site. Um, other things that we look for are really dependent upon the brand that we're managing. So if it's, let's say, a travel brand, you know, we'll see if they have any other travel offers on the site. Um, if it's a blogger, uh, do they have any relevance in, within that industry or not? Um, if it's a coupon site, you know, do they have legitimate offers up or are they just posting offers that they're making up or um, stuff like that? And, uh, and like I said, it's it's pretty easy to, to uh, tell the cookie cutter sites is what I kind of call them, the ones that, you know, just copy and paste offers from different sites versus the ones that are actually legitimate and have, you know, well thought out content. And they're actually taking time to have a mutual relationship between the brand and themselves. So. Rick, if I could uh, ask you about authenticity and believability, that uh, I know mm-hmm. it's a big it's a big topic, and we cover everything from social proof. There's just so many ways you can go with that. But from the affiliate's point of view, when again, let's go back to a visitor landing on the website. What are some of the things that they need to the, the affiliate needs to be aware of that could potentially be in the mind of of the visitor? That could that could trip them up. That yeah, well, could, you use the word disconnect. Yeah. So so think about this. I mean, an affiliate could say, "I've got offers on my site for everybody." You know, this, my audience is the entire human race. But <laughs> in reality, nobody can really do an effective job selling everything to everyone. If you can niche that market up a bit and find a portion of it that you really want to emphasize, that gives you the opportunity to present information to them, images to them in ways that they'll uh, directly connect with. So when we talk about authenticity, again, being everything for everyone is a pretty weak approach, but being specific, you know, for example, if... um, if you're putting offers out there or, you know, you're an influencer or you're a blogger and you've got a particular subject or area that you're working within, you can build a really strong relationship with the people who are coming to you because of that look and feel and content of your brand and how it's communicated through the design, layout, and content of that website. Um, I mean, that, that's a foundational thing. It isn't all just about how you look. It's how you look to the audience that you most are wanting to speak to. And, and that's something that I think in a, in a lot of these affiliate sectors, as Cody calls them, the cookie-cutter sites, they're missing that opportunity. When it comes to design, layout, and content, so there's three separate pieces there, and there's so much that we could get into on each one of those. Let's go back to branding again because i think sometimes mm-hmm. and, and you mentioned it that's uh, i think i know sometimes in my case you, i think of branding as okay the look and the feel of the website we've got the logo the colors the use of the fonts but th- it's so much more than that it is it is and and i think too beyond just that website because that's the first thing but Odds are, if you're trying to develop a relationship with the person who comes to that website for the first time, there's an ability for them to uh, to join your site, to uh, give their email information so they can receive newsletters and, and other offers from you. So you have to think about all of that, uh, all those connection points and all those relationships, not just what happens on the, you know, when the homepage loads of your site. 
I know one of the challenges that I have with, with my own sites is continuity, trying to keep the messaging the same when it comes to text headlines. As you said, when somebody subscribes, you're going to get a series of emails and you, mm. you end up making a change somewhere and you forget, oh, I mentioned this in email number seven and I got to go in and fix that, <laughs> update that. But it's really easy to, to, uh, to trip somebody up, isn't it, like a, a potential customer? Well, and there's, like you said, again, I'll, I'll go back to it again. There's so many other places they can go, that back button, uh, that next website, that yeah, you, you, you just don't want to lose them once you've got them. And there are ways of doing that. And again, it's that, it's that authenticity. It's presenting an image and messaging that they relate to. If, if you have a sense of humor, Share that sense of humor in the content in your website. If the offers you have in your website are tending to be really serious or, or business-oriented and you want to come across that way, well, then you make sure that the design and the imagery and, and the text content in that site sounds as serious and professional as you want to be perceived. So there, there's not a one-size-fits-all, and there definitely isn't. This approach is always the best at all. But the approach is this approach is the best for the people I'm trying to reach and the relationships I'm trying to develop as a part of, of my brand, as, as who I am online. So relationships, that's something that we hear talked a lot about. And the authenticity is another one. These are in the affiliate world. In the last, you know, I go back to the beginning and say 1999 through probably mid-2000s, there was a lot of affiliates, myself was, it was included in that, where we would have had more of the cookie cutter style websites back then and we would have our contact information wouldn't be on the site. Nobody really knew who even owned the site. There'd be really no about us page. There'd be no personality to the site. It was basically a site that was put together, filled up with content, SEO'd really well, lots of traffic, visitors would come along, click through and off they would go. Today is obviously a completely different Mm -hmm. uh, era and with social media and back then I would be talking to a students of my affiliate trainings and say okay now's the time mid 2000s we have to start becoming more out front on our websites let's put our smiling face up at the header graphics let's really <laughs> share our personalities let's be real and I had so much pushback on that for the longest time where I'm not going to yeah. put my face on my website I, I don't want them to know who I am and if you maybe let me toss this to Cody first, how how poorly would that work these days? Well, it's it would work pretty poorly. Um, for one thing, there's way more competition today, so you're trying to deal with that portion of it. The other portion of it is, like you mentioned, the different outlets such as Google um, that are constantly making changes on their end too. So you know, if you want to be relevant on Google with organic rankings. Um, you know, you have to do a lot of optimization on the back end of your website to be relevant nowadays. And it's not exactly as easy as it was um, even two years ago, really, just because the algorithm's always changing. You know, Google wants to have the most um, relevant content that's populating on the first page of um, any search results. So they're constantly refining those algorithms to make that um, possible. I remember in 2004, I finally got to the point where I could order my dream car, and it was uh, it was a Cobra. And one of the things with personal branding that I learned early on by accident, because of a podcast, and because when you typically get on a podcast, you're pretty open and you're just talking and you share, you share what's going on in your life, you mm -hmm. talk about your kids. Uh, listeners know the name of the cat. They got to know my car, all that kind of stuff. I go to conferences; they still know me <laughs> as the Cobra guy. And you're the guy with the car. So branding is much more than it, it, it could be all encompassing. Let me maybe go back to, to Rick here. Bloggers these days, there's a lot of amazing bloggers, podcasters that get it, where they they really understand this whole idea of personality. And I guess this ties back into authenticity and believability. Will you talk to that for, for mm -hmm. a bit? Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, and I want to I comment too, because just in preparation, for this discussion today, I got on your website. I saw the picture of you and your Cobra in your driveway, and you are the car guy to me, right? <laughs> so the, the example that you just showed 
as what you did in 2004 is something that absolutely um, is still is working tomorrow or yesterday because you made that impression on me. And I, I picked up quickly an impression and an image of you that may or may not even be the truth, maybe, but I'll tell you it was positive to me. When I looked through your website and I saw the images there and I read the, the writing that you wrote and the style that you wrote it in, I'd say, I like this guy, okay? And I'm willing to be on the show with you because I think you're legit and you have good information to share. It works the same way for these bloggers that you were talking about, building that authentic relationship so that people will relate to you is so important. Um, that, you know, again, yeah, you have personal relationships that are physical. You have other kind of relationships that might just happen online. But the more you can develop a personality through your affiliate site or sites, through the products that, that you sell, the communication you give, the newsletters you send out, the email offers you send out, people start to connect with you. Now, again, you don't have to connect with 100% of the people out there on the Internet. You're not going to connect with 100% of the people. They're all too different. So, socially, they're different. Culturally, they're different. Interests, wide-ranging. But if you can find that niche where you really can connect to those people, then you've built a strong relationship with them, and your website doesn't just become a site that someone goes, oh, I'm going to go see if I can, you know, what, what kind of deal I can get on a product today, and I'll, just, I'll go to this coupon website, and I'll just look around and see what I can find. No, they'll actually be connected to you and want to go to your website as a destination, not just as a place where they can, you know, get 20% off something they might be interested in. Now, I'm here with Rick Hosmer, Chief Marketing Officer, and Cody Hansen, Digital Marketing Strategist with ClintHosmer.com. And after a real quick break, I want to ask, uh, I think we'll throw this one over to Rick, to talk about the neuroscience of good design. We'll do that and more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to rock star level only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Rick Hosmer, Chief Marketing Officer, and Cody Hansen, Digital Marketing Strategist with ClintHosmer.com. And we're talking about being pixel perfect and why the look of your affiliate brand affects its believability and trust. Let's, uh, mm -hmm. let's talk, uh, Rick, if we could. This I received from you, the neuroscience of good design. What are you referencing? What are you what are you what are you talking about when you when you say that? Yeah, okay. So we've already uh, touched on it a little bit when we talked about those first 3 seconds that that your brand will create a subconscious decision about your business, about your website 
about your um, the level of trust the customer will put in you that quickly. You want to make sure, and that's subconscious. They don't logically think this through. Uh, they don't use um, you know rationality to determine this. There just isn't enough time. You know, when customers, whether they're in a store uh, or online, make buying decisions, we like to think that it's due to logical processes. Oh, yeah, my, my, the descriptions were just so right and my sales pitch was so good. They're making a logical, rational decision about this, this purchase. But it really doesn't, doesn't work that way. We, we like to think that we're rational creatures as humans, but we are largely driven by emotion and impulses and social pressures that are outside of, of logic and rationality. And that emotion is a huge influence on customer buying decisions. Uh, the decision really is made more about how we feel than what we think we know about a store, um, um, affiliate marketer site, or a product. Um, so relating to that neuroscience, our, our human brain, is it's really an incredible, think of it as a supercomputer. It can process information so quickly and our eyes, what we see, bring the information in that's processed faster than any other way. The images that we see, the colors, fonts, uh, layout, you mentioned uh, type, style, and sizes that can happen in a website. The, the website itself, a blog, a banner ad, retargeting ad, or, or even a proposal that you might be putting out gets processed so much faster visually, in fact, 60,000 times faster than what we read. So those decisions are made quickly. Those feelings and emotions are generated outside of, of our logic and outside of our ration, uh, rationality. And because that happens, and that happens to every single one of us as human beings, getting that right is so important. Because if you don't, and you still got a business you're trying to run. You still got sales you're trying to make. You, you still are trying to attract more users or more visitors to your website and have more conversions from those visitors. But if you, if you don't hit the right points quick because of that neuroscience of the way the human brain works, you've just got a, a difficult challenge ahead of you that you, don't, you won't need to go through if if you hit those proper triggers um, correctly the first time. I remember a, uh, it's kind and of, fact, a... I've got a quote. Please share. I'll throw this out, James. I've got a quote actually from a psychologist from the university of Birmingham in the UK. And her name is Natalina Hall. And she says, good design reduces the mental effort and makes it easier for buyers to take the desired action. Well, isn't that what we all want our visitors to websites to do? We want them to take the action we desire them to take. And good design makes it easier for them to do that. They don't have to think about it. They don't have to make conscious decisions about it. They make a subconscious, immediate decision to feel positive about, um, about your business, about the products you're offering, uh, it makes it easier for them to buy, and that's that's the name of the game. I know uh, a couple of sayings that I always think about when I'm creating something is more talk, more mistakes, less talk, less mistakes. In other words, get to the point, clear <laughs> away the clutter. You don't need to embellish everything. You know, be be clear. And the other one is a confused mind says, "No, you confuse them, you lose them," and you have yeah, to be so careful. To uh, to do that, you say sixty thousand times faster than mine. Sixty thousand times, yeah. Now I don't even know how how that could be. How neuroscientists scientists can measure that? But if you think, just for example, if you need to talk about your business, and it takes you two paragraphs and one hundred and forty words to talk about your business why you started it, what, what's the purpose of it, who you serve, and what your benefits are. Okay, it's going to take as long as it takes to read that, right, for your yeah. user to get that information into their head. But, if, but by visually 
communicating things that appeal to the emotion of those people, they get that in seconds, in seconds. So you can, you can accomplish the same communication by how something looks as, as how you write. It just happens so much faster visually than it does through the written word. Cody and Rick, maybe you've seen this online. I'm starting to see a real trend in it, and it ties directly into what you just said there, Rick. We've come from an era, and they're still out there, long copy sales letters and long copy, uh, and there's still advantages to that, and it still works. But I'm starting to see that there's a lot more, a lot less words these days. So, so maybe you've seen a, a sales-type page like this where there's a great headline, maybe a short paragraph that really nails it. And then below that, there'll be a picture on the right, and then there'll be a short paragraph. And then you'll scroll down a little bit more. There's a picture on the left now to the right, or to the, to the, to the left of it, there's a short paragraph. And they kind of hopscotch all the way down the page. And you get that impact hmm. of, of the powerful visual with a very quick little straight-to-the-point paragraph, next one, next one, next one, next one, all the way down the page. So I think that might be an example of what you're talking about where the, the, the look, maybe you could talk a little before we go to Cody, maybe Rick, you could talk a little bit more about that. Cause I think that's a really, really important point that yeah. the words can be important, but the look of things can be, can magnify it. Oh, it's huge. So here's, here's an example. If it's just words, font, text, words were all that was necessary everything that we see from what we see online or websites or in magazines, they could all look like the classified ads in a newspaper, right? Where you have to scroll and scan everything. You have to read everything to find the one part of that page that you're interested in. Well, look at the difference like between Craigslist and the classified ads in a newspaper. In Craigslist, you're able to go right to that product that you're interested in, right? You can see a picture of it. You can read a brief description of it. it it's so much more compelling, and you can immediately contact that seller, for example, right? Um, right from what you're looking at instead of having to grab your phone and dial a number and that sort of thing. So we can just see how in the newspaper industry, classified ads that used to be a big part of newspapers 50, 40, 30 years ago are fading and fading and fading. And even newspapers are now doing online classifieds because they know that they can present information in a, in a much more compelling way visually than they ever could by, you know, having people read columns of text in that classified ad. I remember interviewing Brian Littleton, CEO of ShareSale.com, one of the leading merchants or leading networks uh, in the industry and a company I love. Fortunately, he sold it, but he's still very much involved. And I've been on a number of their think tanks and I just got to really know that company, love them. Uh, and I remember interviewing him and he said this probably, and you, and you just said this in a, in a little bit different way, but he said this has got to be 2006, 2007. And he was talking to the affiliates. He said, you need to make sure that when the visitor comes to your website, that they remember you when they click through to the merchant. So the next time they come back to you again. And you need to build that mm -hmm. relationships. You need to, I don't know if you used the word brand, but I'm pretty sure that's what he was referring to. But you needed to, you, you needed to make sure that they remember you. And then Rick, you'd also mentioned a website you, 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 it could be, should be a destination. People need to keep coming back to that destination right. and not just clicking through to a coupon site or, or you know, the, the myriad of ways things can be done. Where if, if, if it's a destination site and people are remembering you in the equation, and, the, and let me throw this to Cody, You're, you, you've come from the affiliate space like I have. How important is, is that to keep them coming back to you? And, and, and do, you, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's extremely important. Um, the, the piece of that that I might throw in there is just, uh, you know, including the good design, um, but also the navigation of the site. Is it easy to use? Um, you know, people take into account all these different aspects when they 
when they look at an affiliate site and really that's key, especially for, you know, someone like a, like a loyalty site. Um, this is going to be a site that you're going to come to daily, weekly, monthly, you know, whatever the case is, but to develop that loyalty, you need to have um, a site that has, you know, good design. It's easy to navigate, have the best deals and have all those bases covered. Let me toss it over to, to Rick as well. When you're talking about the website being a destination, uh, elaborate on that a little bit more, if you would. Yeah. So, if again, as you as you build a relationship and you create a website that actually has a personality, and again, we use that word authentic or believable or trustworthy, you create a website that is that authentic, true representation of again who you are as a marketer or who you want to be, uh, you know, as, as whether it's an influencer or a blogger or whatever it might be, you're developing that relationship. And people like to buy from people. In fact, I've heard this before in the corporate world or, or said it myself. People don't want to buy from companies. They want to buy from people because they develop relationships. They develop uh, trust they develop a camaraderie um, appreciation and and an enjoyable conversation with a person they don't do that with a company you know with a with a nameless or faceless company and if you can create that um, that entity online that people sincerely like that they'll say oh yeah I like what she says or I like what she talks about or I like what he, the stories that he tells or the way he presents this information, your site can be that um, destination and it can get beyond just being that coupon site or just being that loyalty site or just being, um, you know, a, a blog site where you are doing reviews or, or uh, selling particular types of products. You can go beyond that and reach out into areas because it's authentic to you that people are interested even when they weren't intending to buy. So if someone were to say, say this was your site, James, and, and someone would say, you know, yeah, I've got five minutes. I wonder what James is thinking about today. Or I wonder what James put on his site today. I, I, I like the way he thinks, or I like the things that he talks about. I go to your website. I read that day's entry, say it's a blog. It doesn't have to be huge. It, it could be a two-minute read or less. But I thought, oh, yeah, that was cool. That was insightful. Oh, yeah, that gave me a laugh this morning. Thanks, James. Oh, but, oh, what's this over here? Oh, yeah, I've been looking for one of those, and I could get 30% off today. <laughs> you know what I mean? I may have come to your site as a destination, not even necessarily because I wanted to buy something, but because I wanted to be entertained or I wanted to, again, connect with this person that I've developed a relationship with online. But again, while I'm there, you have every opportunity to make a pitch to me that might get my attention and make me uh, uh, convert a sale for you because I was there for another reason altogether. Very well said. Very well said. Now I'm here with Rick Hosmer, Chief Marketing Officer, and Cody Hansen, Digital Marketing Strategist with ClintHosmer.com. And after a real quick break, I'm going to ask Rick and Cody to share a big tip, maybe their big tip each for building a website or a podcast or a YouTube channel even that has a personality. We'll do that and more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. 
Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. WebmasterRadio.fm, the addiction that's good for you. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Rick Hosmer, Chief Marketing Officer, and Cody Hansen, Digital Marketing Strategist with Clint Hobbs. Uh, sorry, Clint Hobbsmer. Clint Hosmer. My apologies. And, we'll, and we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, Pixel Perfect and why the look of your affiliate brand affects believability and uh, and trust. So if you could, guys, offer up, uh, if you have a big tip, maybe throw this over to uh, to Rick first. This idea, this I've actually never heard anybody say it like that. And it actually, it makes it so clear to build a website or your online presence, to build it with personality, that has a personality. Do you have a big tip that you could share on that? You've shared a few already, but do you have anything else comes to mind? Well, let's see. Well, I mean, this is something I don't know that when I talk about, I haven't talked about this yet, when I mentioned building that personality in in your online presence. But the thing is, when you do that, it's more fun, first of all. From, from the person who's actually doing that. If you can share things and write things and a, approach your, your, the sales in your site from a perspective that is, is true to you and your own personality, it's, it's more fun. It's easier. You, know, you, you talked, uh, James, about the difficulty that it can be in making sure that your content is, is consistent um, you know, and, and the way information is, is presented but the thing is it's like the old story about um if you always tell the truth you don't ever have to remember what you told someone right if you lie you got to remember every story you told right because mm-hmm. if you don't you could get caught in that lie it's a it's a really hard way to live now we're not ever advocating that anybody's lying in their online presence <laughs> but the point i'm trying to make is is if you can do this from your authentic personality it's always the truth you can share what you want to share people will respond to it or not respond to it and again you got to realize you don't need to get a response from a hundred percent of everybody you just need to get a response from that niche of people that really connect with who you are and through that personality and so the way i look at it is Again, determine that primary audience that you want to be talking to, whether that's outdoor enthusiasts, working moms, entrepreneurs, whoever it may be, and approach your content of your website and the look and feel of it to that audience group. Uh, look at your competitors. See what they're doing and make sure that you do it differently, that you do it better. Don't be the same as. Don't Don't present information or look pretty much just like they do because you think, well, as long as I look as good as them, I'm in the ballpark, you know, I'll get the business I need. If you can look different and you can look better and you can present the benefits and differentiators that come from you uh, that are unique, it's really going to make a difference for people. Um, Obviously, you've got to do things like SEO for higher search ranking and, and establish and sustain a social presence. So getting beyond just your site and into social media, um, looking at ways to advertise, looking at ways to promote that site, engaging people through emails and newsletters and things like that. Those, those things are all important. But if you develop, again, that personality that's true and authentic to you, different than your competition – it affects what you talk about. It affects the way you write about products. Um, it really will build a following. And I know last year sometime, James, you, you had a guy uh, on your podcast that was talking about how to develop a personal brand. Mm. And I can't remember that guy's name, but I, I listened to the, to the broadcast. And 
he made some really good points about developing that personal brand and why it's important that you do so. Well, in this discussion, we're talking about once you have that personal brand, once you have that personality inherent in your online presence, how do you make it look correct and true to that personality and why it's important to do so because of the way the human brain uh, makes decisions about purchasing so quickly. So I, I kind of was uh, around the ballpark on that, on that discussion, but those are things that you need to consider when really building that website and getting that personality out there. Thank you for that. That's very good. Very good. Cody, how about, how about yourself? That's it. tough to follow that up. That was, that was really good. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't have any, you know, groundbreaking, you know, advice, but there's one thing that I've really noticed um, being on the digital marketing side and then working alongside the design side as well. Um, when you're building a website, there's, there's kind of a way of looking at it. You know, on the digital side, I'm always pushing for more SEO, more keyword optimization, all that. But at the same time, um, realizing that design is important as well. I think there's, kind of a gambit that you need to look at and you need to fall somewhere right in the middle of that. You know, don't, don't have a website that is, you know, too heavy with text to where people are going to look at it and just go, uh, no thanks. I don't want to read through all that. But at the same time, you know, there is such thing as having a website that's too clean and you don't have any SEO value whatsoever. So, I mean, it's kind of the classic example that you can build this beautiful website, but at the same time, nobody can find you and it's, it's irrelevant. Um, so I think you need to kind of look at both ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And it's important to consider when you do, when you do have that content in place, like Cody's talking about for SEO purposes, think of how you might break up that block of text yep. with subheads. Exactly. Like one search engines love subheads. Anyway, they love the H ones, the H twos, uh, as far as generating ranking in, in search results, but also it, it serves a really important purpose for the human being looking at the, the site because it breaks up a scrolling page of text into bite-sized pieces with subheads that are bolder, that have a color, that are larger, and, and it, it helps guide them from the top to the bottom of the message that, uh, that you want to convey. Yeah, and that's, that's spot on. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many websites I've, I've gone through when I've gone through um, – you know, different affiliate sites that I've been either rejecting or approving for programs. But, you know, I see it a lot. It's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of text heavy websites out there and it's just daunting looking at them. You know, nobody's going to want to read, you know, 16 paragraphs right off the bat. You've got to kind of, you know, like he was saying, include the headlines, the, the different uh, headers on there, include images to go along with the text, but help walk someone through the story. Don't just give them uh, a bunch of text to read through. So, one day I am going to convince an affiliate manager to hit the screen share record button, put their headset on when they go sit down for an hour or two and evaluate affiliate websites and then send me the video so I can share it with affiliates. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think it'll save everybody a ton of time on both sides yeah. uh, of the equation because there is a, is a lot to be learned. So now, hey, guys, we're down to about three minutes left. I'd like to uh, toss it back to Rick for a moment, if I could, to tell us about Cluntosmer.com, uh, and then I'll get uh, some input from Cody on that as well. And please feel free to uh, share whatever you'd like and your contact info the contact information that you'd uh, like to share. Yeah, thanks, James. Uh, first of all, congratulations on really trying to uh, pronounce our name correctly multiple times through the course of this broadcast. It ain't easy. And, and I've, I've grown up with the Hosmer name, right, uh, my whole life, as did my partners, the Klutz. So, uh, yeah, it's not easy, but it is Klutz Hosmer. And when you see it, uh, you're going to know it's Klutz because you're going to get the little two-dot umlauts on the top of that letter U that is uh, – uh, unique visual in the way our firm name is spelled. But we are a visual communication, online marketing, and branding company in Spokane, Washington. We do a lot of work um, throughout the Pacific Northwest and nationally and with customers that, that do work internationally. Uh, branding is that primary focus when we can work with a client that starts on branding and then we can work out in other areas of, of marketing their businesses from 
print pieces to online marketing to websites, uh, trade shows, whatever it might be. That's the best case scenario for us. Uh, we've got a staff of 14, 14 folks. We've got writers, designers, um, internal front-end web developers and programmers, uh, so we can take care of all that, all the work that needs to be done in-house in addition to the digital marketing team that we've got. You can learn more about Clute Hosmer at our website, which is klutehosmer.com, K-L-U-N-D-T-H-O-S-M-E-R.com, and you can believe that I've had to spell that more times than I could ever count. <laughs> Uh, that's true. That's terrific. And Cody, what would you like to share? So uh, Rick put it elegant or eloquently. Elo- can't speak eloquently as <laughs> See, well. it's not just me uh, today. So as, no, I, yeah, I can't talk either. Um, so I'm on the digital side of it, and so it's Diane and I that uh, she's kind of my partner in crime with that. Uh, so we take care of anything underneath the digital umbrella. So uh, in particular, SEO, we do uh, paid search, we do social media management, um, content generation, uh, you know, really anything underneath the umbrella, like I mentioned, we can take it on. Um, so yeah, we work hand in hand with uh, the design team and, and everybody else to kind of make uh, a full service marketing agency. So. That's terrific. That's terrific. Well, guys, thank you so much, Rick, for uh, joining us today. Cody, you as well. It's been uh, great fun, and I appreciate uh, all the insight that you shared. Some real nuggets today. Thank you so much for that. Well, good. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Now, I can see we are out of time. Do keep in mind that we always take all the show notes for you, including links to everything that we discussed here today, and you'll find those at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB503. That's jamesmartell.com forward slash AB503. A final reminder that if you'd like to be alerted to new each, uh, new episodes each week, I do invite you to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz. You can do so simply if you haven't done so already by sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com or by clicking on the subscribe button on our website, in iTunes, or on our YouTube channel. Rick and Cody, thank you again. And to our listeners, thanks for joining us for another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.